Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your mentor, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional medium, mentor, minister, and certified spiritual life coach. My goal with this podcast is to have deep, meaningful conversations regarding the journey of mediumship and spirituality. It is my hope that by listening, you will feel seen and confident in your own experiences. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. It's been a minute since I've dropped an episode, and I really have been taking care of some personal things, professional things, and honestly, there's only so many hours in a day, and I'm really working on finding balance in all areas of my life for 2023, so that meant that I had to take a couple weeks off of doing podcast episodes, but I am really happy to be back and sharing my voice with you. So as everybody knows who is a listener to the podcast, I'm pretty open and honest and candid about my journey into spirituality and spiritualism. And today's episode is going to be no different. It is one that I'm going to say is probably the most difficult to, to do simply because there's a lot of emotions attached to it. But If I can share my story, possibly it will help someone who's listening find the strength that they need to speak their truth, to stand up for what they feel is right, and to help even just one person feel seen and confident in their own experiences. And that's the whole purpose of the Connected Spirit podcast. So let's delve in. Uh, As many of you know, I am an ordained spiritualist minister, and I got ordained a year ago, but I've actually been involved in the spiritualist movement and religion for eight years. And, you know, why I became a minister, to be honest, I wasn't really hung up on, oh, I want to be a minister. But I remember having one of those dark nights of the soul, and I was in my office, and I was having a, a good little cry and a little pity party, and just asking the spirit world for some guidance and help. And I just really surrendered my goals and plans to, you know, the care of a divine source beyond myself. And the spirit world was there like they always are. And they had said to me, it's time you look into the ministry program at the spiritualist church. And I said to them, I don't want to be a minister. But they said, Courtney, it's not about the label of being a minister. There's a lot that you're going to learn in the training program and in the role as a minister. And, you know, the spirit world's always had my back. They always will. And I trust them. So, Um, I did contact the senior minister at the church I was attending, um, because she had previously approached me about 18 months prior. And I just said, I don't want to be a minister. It does not appeal to me whatsoever. And, um, thank you, but no, thank you. Anyways, had this dark night of the soul episode and then contacted her and said, Hey, this is what the spirit world is saying. And can we have a chat? So we did and discussed the ministry program and I had to go through an interview process and there was some criteria that had to be met and I had met all of it. And it was, you know, at that time, 
it got approved by the board at the church and I got into the ministry training program. Fast forward five years later, I got ordained. I often get asked, so what does a spiritualist minister do? And a spiritualist minister is like every other pastor, preacher, uh, minister, priest. We, we serve, we, um, we help people, we volunteer, we're there to volunteer within the community, volunteer within the church. Um, my particular role within the church is that I facilitated classes and workshops. I also performed Sunday services. I was on the board of directors and helped with the administration side of the church. And there's a lot of things that are done behind the scenes. And nobody within the church receives any remuneration, not even the ministers. So every everything that's done in the church is, is done for the love of spiritualism, done for the love of the spirit world, and done for our fellow brothers and sisters. And it is... Um, it is an incredible role and one that shouldn't be taken lightly because there's highs and lows in anything, you guys. Um, we can always start out with the best of intentions, but, you know, there will be challenges along the way. And, you know, I have loved the religion of spiritualism. It is something that has really helped me look at life differently, take responsibility for my own actions, and you know, it's really helped me heal a lot of parts within myself that, you know, I didn't always like, I didn't always understand. But the religion of spiritualism has been so, so amazing to me. And I and I cherish it. And one of the things that I love about spiritualism is the seven principles. And, you know, spiritualism doesn't have any, any dogma, doctrine or creed, but it does have seven beautiful principles that were given to uh, the physical world through the mediumship of Emma Harding Britton. And in 1871, and it was through her mediumship that she channeled the seven principles from a spirit named Robert Owen and the seven principles. I'm just going to read them to you. So that way you can understand kind of where I'm going and how these seven principles can inspire, can help support people in their lives. And I will say firsthand, I will test firsthand that they have helped me really, really kind of you know, have a, a compass of where I want my path to go. And it has improved every corner of my life. And what's really cool about the seven principles is that you do not have to be a spiritualist to benefit from them or to explore them or to apply them to your life. So the first one is the fatherhood of God. Number two, the brotherhood of man. Number three, communion of spirits and the ministry of angels. Number four, the continuous existence of the human soul. Number five, personal responsibility. Number six, compensation and retribution hereafter for all the good and evil deeds done on earth. Number seven, eternal progress open to every human soul. And I would say even after you've done listening to this episode, you know, go back and just listen to those seven principles. You can even Google them. And, and just take time to ponder them and consider them because they really can help you. Um, I mean, if they can help me, they can help anybody. I, I promise you that. And what happens is when we start to move through our spiritual journey, there is parts of us that come to the surface that are revealed so they can be healed. You know, many people call that our uh, dark night of the soul or shadow work or inner healing, whatever you want to call it. I call it, you know, 
inner reflection, out with the old, in with the new. You know, I've outgrown certain behaviors and patterns and belief systems and ideas, and I've replaced them with things that really align with who I am today. And that's the really cool thing about the spiritual journey is that we can each find our own expression through religion, through philosophy, through um, beautiful ideas and talks that are shared from other people. It's, It's not confined to a box. You don't have to think a certain way or do a certain way, but you're gonna find within religions and within spirituality at the core, at the core of the teachings, it's all about love. That's it. It's all about love and letting love lead the way. And this is where I started to find that certain things that were going on with the church were no longer aligned with my core values. And some people might question, well, what does core values even mean? Essentially what it is, it's a person's fundamental beliefs and highest priorities that drive their behavior. You can think of core values as an internal compass of principles that drive a person's you know, decisions. And for me, the seven principles are part of my core values. And there was just a lot of stuff that was going on with the church that conflicted with the seven principles. And I struggled with speaking up. I struggled with rocking the boat. I struggled with how do I approach this situation to bring improvement, but without controversy or confrontation or just stirring the pot. And honestly, it was a huge internal struggle. And there was a point that a conversation was had, and I was actually quite optimistic and hopeful that things would turn around. And unfortunately, they didn't. And, you know, through this whole process, I've kind of wondered, you know, why were why were things okay for me for a while, and then they weren't. And And it was more of a curiosity as opposed to, you know, just placing judgment on myself or anyone else. And what I've come to realize, you guys, is that the more we grow, the more we learn, the more we heal, the more we explore, evolve, um, the more we journey further down our path, certain things become more prevalent, they become more clear and then we realize, wow, this just isn't in alignment with my soul. And, you know, and that's okay. We don't have to judge that. But it's like, no, if something's not in alignment with our soul, we need to speak up. We need to make adjustments so that we are in alignment with our soul. And, you know, I just had so many Honestly, I just had internal struggles because I cared for a lot of people. I cared for the congregation. I made an oath to the spirit world that I hold very dear. And there was just a lot of pressure on me too. And that was tough. There was a lot of responsibility. And I just felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders. And then it came to a point where there were some behaviors that were going on that were just completely unacceptable, intolerable. And I could no longer turn a blind eye to it. And when the situation was brought to certain people's attention, they preferred to turn a blind eye as opposed to stand up for what is right and what is true. 
such as the brotherhood of man and personal responsibility and compensation and retribution hereafter for all the good and evil deeds done on earth. Okay. And what does evil deeds mean? Just means things that are not good, that are not loving, that are not helpful, that go against love, anything that is opposite of love. Okay. Think of it that way. And I just, I couldn't do it anymore. And I sat down and I said to the spirit world, you guys, can you help me? And they said, well, we're always here for you, but you don't need to talk to us. You need to talk to your soul. And I sat with my soul and it spoke loud and clear, you guys, loud and clear. And I knew exactly what I had to do. I was not being supported. Things were not going to change. And I no longer could, in good conscience, stand by and condone certain behaviors, etc. So I made the very, very, very difficult decision to resign as a minister at the spiritualist church that I served and that I was involved with for almost eight years. Heartbreaking. But then... At the same time, there was an incredible amount of peace that came. And this is kind of where I'm leading into with today's episode is you got to stand in your truth. You got to speak up and you have to speak up for what is right. Each of us has an obligation to one another to protect each other from harm, to speak up for people who who can't speak up for themselves. We have a humanitarian obligation. We have a personal responsibility to, to live our lives accordingly and treat people with respect and dignity and, and honor. And I became the mouthpiece. I spoke up. People didn't like it. Well, I am not losing sleep over it, I assure you, because I have taken a huge leap of faith. I have moved beyond my fears and trepidations, and I am doing what I know is right, what is right for me, what is right for other people. And it feels really, really good. So the point of me recording this episode today is really about letting other people know that when we do not listen to the voice of our soul, when we do not stand our truth and speak up for what is right, we move ourselves out of alignment with what is for our highest good. And how we can figure out when we are out of alignment is super, super easy. You don't have any peace. Your inner peace is gone. And I have to say that was one of the big telltale signs for me is that I no longer had peace in that environment and I no longer was experiencing joy in a way that I previously had in my participation within the organization. Those were telltale signs. But because of fear and worry and doubt and all of that kind of fun stuff, um, I let that decide what I was and was not going to do. But 
luckily that didn't last for long because I then listened to my voice and I honored it. So signs that we aren't listening to the voice of our soul is again, we don't have inner peace and we don't have joy. And there's almost this internal feeling of like, we're, we're just not where we're meant to be. Something is off. And quite often we can't quite put a a finger on it or identify it. But if we can take time to just move into the stillness, and I'm not even talking about going into a meditative state, but moving into the stillness and just asking our soul to step forward and share with us whatever it, it needs to for our highest good. If we create that space, it will step forward and it will speak. Now, I know some of you might think, well, Courtney, you're a psychic medium. You're intuitive. You, It's easy for you. Well, I'm going to say back the train up because I might be a psychic medium, but I'm a human first. Yes, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, but I'm still human. I still have fears and insecurities and doubts and all of that kind of stuff. And part of my human experience, like yours as well, is to move through all of those different emotions so I can move into alignment with my soul and find a state of peace. You know, and even when there's the storms of life brewing on the horizon and it's coming right in your direction, Every moment that we are here in the physical, we have a choice on how we respond to those situations. We are not victims of our circumstances unless we allow ourselves to be. And this is where principle number five, personal responsibility comes into play. We can point the finger, we can blame others, we can say, she did this, he did that, but what about this? What about her? What about him? Or we can just say, yeah, A lot of crappy stuff was going on, but I'm going to take my power back and I'm no longer going to align myself with things that just don't serve me, that don't feel good, that do not align with my core values. That's the choice that you and I make every single day. And that is true for our personal life, professional life, social life, etc. There are very, very strong. And I'm going to say unpleasant consequences of when we don't listen to the voice of our soul, such as we don't have inner peace. We may have anxiety, difficulty sleeping at night, changes in our appetites, physical symptoms and conditions that arise out of nowhere. And then when you go to a doctor or healthcare practitioner, and they cannot find the source. Those are all kind of telltale signs that you are not listening to the voice of your soul, aka you're out of alignment. And when we are out of alignment with our soul, recognize this doesn't just affect you. This affects the people in your life, your loved ones, your coworkers, your affiliates, your friends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It has a ripple effect. And this is, again, where we need to take responsibility for our every thought, word, and action because it doesn't just apply to our lives. It affects all of those within our realm. And it's, it's really, really, really important that we get really clear about what we want in our life and what we don't and align ourselves with some core values. And if you find that you're not sure what your core values are, I implore you after this episode, 
sit down, whether it's in your car, whether it's on your coffee break, lunch break, you know, when you get home from work, doesn't matter. Get a pen and paper and get really clear about what your core values are. Because if you don't know where you stand, other people are going to decide that for you. So it's really important that you take time to think about what your values are, what's important to you, and what you're willing to accept, what is tolerable, and what is a no-go zone. In other words, it don't matter who you are, what position you hold within an organization or within the community, this is unacceptable, and I'm going to speak up and out against this, okay? That's what your core values are. They are unshakable. And I am so grateful that my core values were my compass that allowed me to make a very difficult decision easier because I knew that I could not compromise whatsoever, no matter how difficult that decision would be whatever the consequences would be because of that, I knew that I couldn't go back to the way things were, that I had to speak out. And that's exactly what I did. So how do you get into alignment with your highest good? And I'm going to tell you something. The easiest way to get into alignment is follow everything that brings you peace. That is your green light. When you have peace, that's your green light letting you know that you're where you need to be. This is the right decision you need to make. This is the person you need to be, you know, connected with or involved with. When you do not have peace, that's a red light telling you, nope, stop. Something's off. Something is out of alignment with your soul and that we need to pause and look at the situation that you find yourself in. And is there a room to take this situation, improve it so that it can turn into a green light? And if you can't, then that lets you know that you need to move forward. So with all of this said, I just want to let you know that I am continuing to serve the spiritualist churches within the community, and I'm really grateful for the opportunities that have been made available to me. I am also going to continue to keep doing my work within the community. I'm still going to volunteer. I'm still going to serve. I'm going to be working with other, you know, fellow mediums and doing demonstrations of mediumship. And of course, I have my online school, the Connected Spirit School, and I'm still doing all my private readings. So none of that's changed. It's just some stuff with my work in spiritualism looks a little bit different, but different can be a good thing. And If I can just leave a couple of lasting thoughts with you, it's that you are a beautiful person inside and out, and you have a voice that is worth being heard, and everything that you have to say is important, and if you find yourself surrounded by people who don't want to hear what you have to say, who are not supporting you, who are not validating your feelings, then newsflash they're not your people. It's time to move on. That's your green light letting you know, nope, I got to go. And it doesn't matter where you find yourself in life. At some point, you will find yourself at a fork in the road. 
And a lot of us don't like being at the fork in the road because it's uncomfortable. There's fear and the fear is from the unknown. What's going to lie ahead? What's going to happen? The what, what, what ifs, what could, should, all of that kind of stuff. It's all fear-based. And what I would say to you is really allow your heart, allow your life to be guided by love. Now, many of my listeners who are are listening to this show and have listened to other episodes know that I love Kyle Gray. He is a psychic medium. He is an angel expert, and he has this amazing quote that I really want to share with you. And it is, where love is present, fear is a stranger. I have to say it again. Where love is present, fear is a stranger. And I don't know about you, but the first time I read that, it gave me the little angel bumps on my arm. And I will tell you that that quote is something that I have been holding onto and has given me so much support because it's really simple. If you're not feeling love and peace, then that's just a telltale sign that something's off, something needs to be fixed. And that's either by other people or something that you need to do. Either way, something needs to change. And the more and more that I work with the spirit world, the more they bring things to the surface that need to be looked at, that need to be healed, evaluated, adjusted, shifted, transcended, transmuted. And, you know, I I am not perfect. I'll be the first one to say that. But I will tell you the difference between who I am today compared to the Courtney from 10 or 15 years ago is that people can bring to my attention things that maybe I've done wrong or they didn't like or whatever, you know, maybe they have a grievance with me and they can bring it to my attention. And now I can listen to it from a place of love as opposed to being, you know, defensive and not listening and on, on the defense and on the attack, you know, um, because nobody wants to be told that they're wrong or they did something wrong or they hurt somebody else. Nobody likes that. Nobody wants to own it, but that's really one of the gifts of spiritualism is that, you know, I will take personal responsibility and, you know, I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back and you know what, that's not an ego thing. We each should give ourselves a little pat on the back because, Each day we're doing the best we can. And there's going to be days where we are magnificent. And then there's going to be other days where we miss the mark. But here's the point, guys. When we miss the mark, admit it. Correct your wrong. Try to make amends. Ask for forgiveness. Speak loving words. Change your behavior so you don't repeat that same, you know, behavior or that same action. And that's where I love the seventh principle of spiritualism, eternal progress open to every human soul. So even if we mess up, we can still offer ourselves or others the gift of forgiveness, kindness, and compassion. And heaven knows we need more of that in this world. And I urge you to offer that to yourself and to others. And I want to thank you for sharing this sacred space with me, for listening, for your love and your support. And just know that if you find yourself in a difficult situation, you have the power and the strength within to make it right, to find your peace, to move forward in a way that is in alignment with who you are today. 
The more that you learn and grow and evolve as a spiritual being having a human experience, recognize that what your boundaries, your expectations, what your core beliefs are, will evolve and grow over time, just like you do. And so keep reassessing, keep looking. Does this feel right for me today? What you did a year ago, what was okay with you then? Is it still acceptable now? You know, is it still in alignment with your soul? And if not, make the changes necessary because when you are out of alignment with your soul, you are basically saying, it doesn't matter how I feel, I'm still going to endure this pain and I'm going to suffer and it doesn't make any sense. It's as backwards, to be honest, you guys, there are going to be difficult you know, situations that arise in our life. But at the end of the day, ultimately, it's our responsibility on how we choose to deal with it. And how we choose to deal with it, always let it be through grace and compassion and love. And so those would be my words to you. And, you know, it's okay if things change. Things are meant to change. It's a sign of progress. And if things never change, then that would be kind of another little telltale sign. Hmm. Why is it like Groundhog Day every day? Just something for you to ponder about. I'd love to get your feedback on today's episode. So leave me a comment on social media. And you can also check out this episode on Apple Podcast and on Spotify. Thank you again for all of your love and your support. I'm eternally grateful for it. See you soon. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at MediumCourtneyDawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com or check me out on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. Have a great day, guys. Thank you.